Hey y'all, you're back with Girls in the Garage. I'm Natalia. And I'm Lindsay. And today we're going to talk about stress. Don't know her. No, we don't. Welcome to Palmer. Welcome to Palmer. Let's do a graduate program. Let's talk about stress. Woo! All right, here we go. Buckle up. So stress. We don't know her. JK. She lives with me. She's on my face. We're everywhere. She feeds the parasites. She's real. She lives with you? She, oh, do you have I her thought too? she lived with me. Anywho. And everybody else. <laughs> stress is really interesting because when you look at the scheme of things, everyone experiences stress. You can meet someone who's super zen, and at some point in their life, they're still going to have been stressed. Like, it's life. Fight or flight, baby. Sympathetics all day long. So, when I was reading some articles, it's interesting because both men and women experience stress differently, but not to mention stress can be acute or it can be chronic. So I'm going to hit more on the acute side of things today versus Nat is going to take us home with a lot of chronic stuff. And it's just very interesting when you think of stress because we all know that we have to find our coping mechanisms for it, but we don't always do that. And then we start to get this spiral, whatever. We're currently in finals week and spiraling, spiraling (laughs) as we speak. Two finals down, four to go. It's going to be great. But on a positive note, we'll highlight ourselves right now. We went and took our clinic pictures today. Woo-hoo. So if you guys need a future clinic doctor, come see us in Dr. McNary's mod because Natalia and I are in the same mod. So we're looking to get the mod um, popping. Listen, we're so. bonded at the hip. If you see us <laughs> trying to help each other do a cranial nerve exam, mind your business, okay? Because we've had to learn a lot. Listen, we're going to have to change it to girls in the mod. Right. Maybe, hey, we don't know Dr. McNary enough to say this yet, but maybe, just maybe she'll come on the show. She seems vibey. She yeah. seems like she's a vibe. But so we I don't, like it'd be cool. you know, we don't want to overstep. Yeah, we right. gotta play cool. We, we gotta, go in there, you know, be calm, cool, yeah. collected. Yeah. Very doctor-esque. Yes. I Tip, just made that word up. Tiptoe it in and then we go full force. Yeah. Then, you know, I'm on my toes. Right. Okay, back to stress. You know, we're just <laughs> letting you guys feel our brains. So what's stress? Stress, when I define it, is how you adapt. Your ability to adapt in situations. I mentioned earlier your sympathetic state, which we know is our fight or flight. If you don't remember, go listen to our episode way back when when we first started. We kind of talked about that. But everyone needs to experience stress. That's part of life. It, It sucks if you're in a chronic state of stress all the time. But we are excited to offer you guys some coping mechanisms today to deal with stress. But stress can show up in different ways for both men and women. So specifically looking at women, that can show up with weight gain, infertility, uh, low sex drive, which we talked about a few weeks ago, sleep deprived, decrease in your immune system, headaches. Man, like the list goes on and on. And it's your body's way of saying like, maybe you need to slow down. You need to figure out, pump your brakes. We got to get this under control because... What do you always say, Lindsay? I don't know. What do you what did you say like every episode? Learn from our mistakes. No, not that one. Okay, I say a lot of things. I said that. Matt says a lot of things. <laughs> no. What do you want me to say? Our body oh my gosh, we need t shirts. This is like the fifth <laughs> week we said this. We need to keep all of this. Yeah. You may seem to experience. She had no idea what I'm talking about. Listen, it's finals week. My brain is stressed. Okay. You're forgiven. <clears throat> Our bodies are telling us what we need. We just don't know how to listen. For me, it's not sleeping and it's not eating. Nat and Maddie literally will remind me I need to go eat because when I'm stressed, I'm 
all gas, no brakes. And let me tell you, I need to hit that e-brake real hard, mm-hmm. real quick, because I just spiral from there. And then it ends with an emotional Lindsay, and I'm crying, and I don't know why I'm crying. And my this is me on the phone with my mom. And listen, Tam don't always want to listen to me cry about just being stressed, <laughs> because we've been in this program together. I mean, you're probably you're more calm and collected than I am. No, I'm not. But my mom probably gets a phone call from me. They got to the point where she told me I'm not allowed to call her unless. <laughs> Two hours of banging up because I need to learn to cope. So, um, some would say that's an attachment issue. Some Fine. would say that's poor coping mechanisms, but I'm learning. And this episode, we're going to bring some really great information for you guys. So, we're going to have Nat start off on some things. So, tell us about stress, Nat. As Lindsay said, stress is basically your ability to adapt in a situation that disrupts your equilibrium or normal homeostasis of your body, mental and physical. So there are different types of stress. We can talk about emotional. Emotional is a little more what we're going to hit on, but there's also physical stress. Like when you work out, you're putting your body under physical stress. However, that has more benefits to it than stress emotionally does. So when we talk about acute versus chronic, like Lindsay said, everybody will experience both. But I don't know about you, Lindsay. I kind of feel like chronic stress, not to say men don't go through this, but I feel like just, you know, being in more of a feminine atmosphere, especially like moms who work full-time jobs. I feel like women suffer more from chronic stress just a little bit more. Oh, hell yeah. I will always fight for that one because think about it. Yeah. After postpartum or you're going through pregnancy, your hormones and emotions are all over the place and then add on stress of bringing a child into the world. Mm-hmm. It's stressful. Women, hands down, have it worse. I'm going to say it. Come after me. Come at me, bro. Come at me. I definitely agree, but I also think, too, women, not to say men don't, I'm not talking against them, but women, it is their natural being to take care of and worry, right? We love to worry, and, like, our brains are constantly going. Men, I think, think just a little bit differently, and they process a little bit differently, but women will literally let stress drive them till they're almost dead so at me Nat just at me at you and every other female we're all in this together because it sucks it does anyway so I'm going to talk a little bit more about chronic stress this is just long-term stress so if you notice any changes with your appetite with your sleep if you like Lindsay said she struggles with this if you have insomnia and you have such a hard time sleeping when maybe you didn't usually or that's something you've always struggled with, this is something you should look at. It's just maybe being chronically stressed and being mindful about how your nervous system is functioning. So we're going to say also with that, if you have lower energy, if you're kind of changing your social behaviors a little bit, like you used to be really outgoing and you wanted to go to dinner with friends, and now you just want to stay home, there's nothing wrong with that. But maybe that is a cue to you that maybe I need to take some me time because I think I'm actually stressed. Then we also have hard time concentrating, changes in appetite as Lindsay said, either you're a snacker like moi or you don't eat for three days like Lindsay Bolte over here. Either way, toxic AF, red flag, get rid of it. I'm laughing because it's so true. It is true and it's like it's always, I feel like Lindsay and I both are on a lot of things, we're like very much opposite ends of the spectrum just like with our personalities and stuff. And I think that's why we get along so well, because, like, her weakness is my strength and my weakness is her strength. So we yell at each other constantly. As well, Maddie's in there, too. Maddie's, yeah. She bounces back and forth. She, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
And then your changes in emotional responses. So another symptom of chronic stress is maybe if you're not handling emotional stress or lifely things. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. No, I don't really know what that means, but... If you find yourself maybe like a little more emotional, maybe unable to cope or process certain things. I mean, we all go through emotional stuff, but if you are maybe struggling with all of a sudden having a temper or irritability or mood changes, that's another really big cue that you might have chronic stress going on and that you might just need to dial it in a little bit. Another common chronic stress symptom, especially in females, we both know this very well, digestive issues or digestive changes. So this can be anywhere from nausea, vomiting, you could have a change in your bowel movements such as like diarrhea or constipation. Lindsay Volte loves to be constipated. I have the opposite problem when I'm stressed. See? I love... Opposite ends. Listen, let Natalia tell you my problems. Let, let it, we're going to be here a minute. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. I was I'm, not, I'm not upset. I find it funny because it's true. I have a ton of red it is flags. Not. No, I have a ton of red flags. We all do. It's human. No, like I'm a walking red flag. Oh my gosh. No, you're not. I we all have we all have red flags. First off, I've been slouching this entire time if anyone can see me. Right, we're in chiropractic school and we have the worst comics. So Come it's on. Fun. All right. The National Library of Medicine did a research article or published a research article of chronic stress, so long-term stress directly correlated with your hormones. And this can cause a hormonal imbalance because your body, like Lindsay said when we first started, stress puts your body into flight or fight. And really, you're only supposed to be there for a few minutes to a few hours, right? Your parasympathetic state should really be dominant most of the time. However, there is a balance had between those two and like a normal functioning nervous system. Like there's purpose for both. With chronic stress, we're going to see changes in the serum hormone levels of glucocorticoids. We're going to see changes in catecholamines, growth hormone, and prolactin. A little bit of an overview of both. Your catecholamines are your flight or fight hormones that is released. So that's like your adrenaline, your noradrenaline or norepinephrine, and then your dopamine. This is going to increase cardiac output. If you ever had like an anxiety attack, this is kind of where that's coming from, right? Increased heart rate, increased cardiac output. This is you getting ready for fight or flight. This is also gonna cause sodium retention and it's gonna lower intestinal mobility, which is why we see digestive changes. Then with glucocorticoids, this is your adrenal gland and your metabolism control, if you will. So your adrenal glands are really important for just your energy and that, that production to control your body's metabolism. So that gets thrown off, but as well as growth hormones. So this is a little more tied in with physical stress, but when you're working out, your growth hormone is going to take a little bit of a spike. This is super important just for muscle building, bone building, stuff along those lines. So this growth hormone isn't really connected super well with chronic stress yet of any of the articles I have found at least. And then prolactin was another big one. Studies have shown that prolactin is tied in with maintaining your body's homeostasis with your immune system. So in chronic stress, we kind of see a change in your prolactin and that can be developed with just immune system suppression. It's really interesting all these hormones you point out, especially when we just released our episode, Low Libido. So if you mm -hmm. haven't listened to that one, go listen because stress was a huge contributor for females to 
not want to have sex essentially. So it's really interesting when you do talk about all these hormones because what I think we fail to realize listening here is how much is happening within our bodies. So one thing is thrown off, like if you're living in this chronic state of stress, or you're just all the time stressed, your body on the inside that we can't see, it's it's going haywire. Your red flags are going off. There's a fire in there and they're trying to put it out in multiple ways, but it's a ripple effect. And then you're wondering why you feel like shit. You have no energy and you just want to feel better. Well, these are some of the ways if you want to start handling your stress to help the inside start working and not having that ripple effect of a dumpster fire internally. I also found in a couple other research articles that your insulin will tank during stressful events and this can lead to stress-induced hyperglycemia. So you're kind of throwing off your blood sugar control away from homeostasis and so that can kind of get tricky with chronic stress. And then stress suppresses your gonadotrophins and your gonadal hormones and this is why when you see chronic stress oftentimes in females there will be a disruption in your menstrual cycle. Well, let's talk about some of the ways we can cope with stress because I know for you and I, we have our own rituals and I think going through school, it's really heightened my awareness of my own mechanisms I need to use to help with stress because school is stressful. It's not easy and life, I mean, anything's stressful. So it's really important to us that we have these, you know, routines that we have or ways that we do it and we hope it will help you guys too. What do you like to do, Nat? You know... I love going to the gym and just crying it out. I'm just kidding. I find like a lot of peace in prayer. I really like to make sure I'm taking time for prayer. Lindsay bought me a journal for Christmas. Appreciative. And I have been trying to journal. That is really hard for me though. But I'm trying to like take time to do that. But like also just like sit down. And I just love to try to just be grateful for everything that I have currently and try not to have anxiety or stress about the future and like especially things that I know I can't change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean that's yeah. a little more emotional. But then of course just gym time and like prioritizing walks is probably something that I do just to kind of make sure that I'm keeping my stress at bay. What about you, Linz? What do you do to manage your stress? Yeah, um, I'm terrified of the gym, so I work out at home and honestly my workouts can look pathetic to some people. No, they don't. Because, (laughs) no, wait, let me stop. Let me stop you right there. We'll be at school, right? She's constantly doing Pilates or some sort of ab workout. She was a dancer, right? So you watch her, her toes are pointed. We'll be like literally doing four toes. Tell what I did today. Literally. We were like taking clinic pictures and her toes were like pointed ready to freaking go. I was like Snapchatting it in the corner, right? But we'll be, we'll be in one of our one of our classes, and she'll just be laying there just, like, doing some Pilates moves constantly all day long. You're like, wow, that's great. I don't realize I'm doing it. Anyways, um, one thing I really like to do is I love to be outside, so I like taking my dogs on a walk, and I actually just, Dr. Will Cole just posted his research on if you walk four times a week for at least 30 minutes for a month straight, it actually improves your memory and a whole bunch of other things. It's really good for you. Obviously, any movement is great. We're always going to encourage movement. So the dogs and I have been really trying to get out each day. My Luna girl is trying to keep up with her bad legs. So if you guys can't see her right now, she's really not stressed at all and she's relaxing. So I've been really just trying to walk the dogs more and like you said, just prioritizing the little things and just acknowledging that I matter. Yeah. And I need to find something good for me because I typically stress affects my sleep so I don't sleep. 
So it's been really helpful. I'm going to plug my Aura Ring. My Aura Ring's been doing a really good job. I actually got a really great sleep score the other night, and I was really excited because I've been really prioritizing making sure I'm in bed by a certain time and not eating after a certain time and waking up at the same time. So it's cool to see it working, you know? Yeah. I think if you want to start treating your chronic stress, start with light exercise. Nothing mm -hmm. that is super high intensity. Mint is money, right? So you just, yeah. you any kind of movement, whether you're walking 10 extra steps a day, that's better than nothing. Right. If you're putting your phone on the other side of the room so it forces you to get up at the same time but walk to your alarm, money. Making sure, like Lindsay said, prioritize movement even as little, get on the floor and stretch, mm. do certain things. Another really thing that is super important for cueing in your parasympathetic state is making sure that you're doing breath work or diaphragmatic breathing. We talked about this in our cold plunge episode on how to kind of key in your vagus nerve, stimulate that, but also tie in your parasympathetic state and keep that activated. So breath work is a big one. Diaphragmatic breathing or abdominal breathing is really good for activating your parasympathetic state. And there's something called box breathing. We've talked about it before, especially in the cold plunge video, but look it up if you're unfamiliar. Box breathing, it's a four second inhale, four second hold, four second exhale, and then a four second rest. That is really good too. If you just wanna sit on the floor or lay on the floor for two minutes, and really just feel your breath and just try to quiet your mind, that can be really helpful too. It can't. Sorry, I was doing it. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm over here just Are you stressed? I am a terrible belly breather. I need to work. I need to, I need to work I on too. the breath work for sure. I have a hard time breathing without like using my shoulders, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's really bad. Like you shouldn't, when you take a deep breath in, your shoulders shouldn't go up. And for some reason, I... Mind I feel like too. I can't breathe. Right? Yeah. You know, one thing I find interesting that I really try to plug when I am adjusting students. So like we said, we can adjust students in toll at Palmer. And now moving into the clinic, I really want to focus on this too. Is I really like to hug when my patient is down on the table. I really like to hug their rib cage and ask him to breathe into where my hands are. And I'll move it throughout their body because that brings your awareness too. So I don't know, maybe we'll just try to do them more for others. And if you're a chiropractor listening, just literally grab the sides of them and ask them to breathe into your hand in different areas of their abdomen just to bring awareness because I don't think we realize we're not breathing into those spaces and it really helps. Some other easy ways that you can help treat your chronic stress or maybe manage it if you feel like you're struggling with it is decrease the amount of processed foods that you're consuming and try to get more naturalistic foods if it grew on this green earth consume it it's right from god's garden yes meats vegetables fruits make sure you're kind of just being aware of what you're putting in your body and that you're getting enough nutrition vitamins and minerals and then weaning off caffeine is hmm, <laughs> this is important so with chronic stress often is adrenal fatigue and that's often why we see a lot of the symptoms we do is because your adrenals take the hit first so with adrenal fatigue you will crash you won't have the same energy that you normally do or that you want and so you go ham on the caffeine hi my name is Natalia Schmidt and I struggle with adrenal fatigue I love caffeine I crash so hard they make fun of me I sleep like 12 hours a day I can't help it I have no idea why I'm like this but 
I have been trying to dial back on my caffeine and I've been doing a little bit more of adrenal support and I've already noticed a difference. I've only been doing it for like a week. So making sure if you're going ham on the caffeine, dial it back a little bit. Try to let your body do it a little bit more naturally. I read this thing. Okay. When you start to crash, go do 20 squats or go for a walk because your body is like, oh, we need more energy here. And it ramps up your ATP, right? ATP production. So then you feel more energized. So that's kind of a natural way instead of like going to get a coffee. That's great. Again, I'm not dogging on that because I'm, I'm the worst. I love coffee. Another way too, B vitamins, like Lindsay said, prioritizing your sleep and then prayer meditation. Just take time for you. You matter. Everybody needs a break and just needs to be with themselves for a minute. And that is okay. If you're a mom, you need to prioritize yourself. As we mentioned before in our Ice Ice Baby a podcast, which you should go listen to if you haven't, Cold Plunge is really great for, like Nat said, getting that box breathing going and just honestly giving that mental toughness to you because when you are stressed, typically we feel impending doom, right? I mean, I don't know if I'm speaking for myself, but when you're stressed, it's almost like you get more stressed because you know you're stressed so that awareness is there, but <laughs> you stress about being stressed. Yeah. And then it's just, it's a spiral. So what's really interesting is take the perspective of doing something hard, right? So even if that is walking 30 minutes a day or I don't run, so I guess something hard to me would be like running down the block. But if you see me running, you should probably think someone's <laughs> chasing me and help me run too. <laughs> yeah. Don't look back. Just keep running. Um, because seriously, if my dogs get out, like they're gone. I'm not going to chase after them. Like Sunny's, he's, he's gone with the wind. Anyways, do something hard. So like challenge yourself to take a cold shower, jump in the ocean, do those things and sit there for a second because it almost like re-energizes you or re-shocks you out of that stressful state to tell yourself, I can do this. I can get out of this. This is only temporary because we have to remember this is a temporary state, right? You don't want to live there. Don't live with stress. It's it's a toxic relationship. Red flag, bolt out the door. Mm-hmm. Don't marry it. Just know that it's going to come knocking on the door from time to time, but there's ways that you can fight it. I think some easy supplements that you could add in if you're kind of wanting to maybe add something to stimulate calmness or help stabilize your brain function, mood, nerve function. Magnesium is a really good thing, not only for muscle and bone support, but magnesium is huge for mood stabilization and calming and helping with sleep. So I highly recommend at, yeah, at Lindsay. And if you're constipated, it helps you go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's another. Which is also me, apparently. Right. (laughs) Hello. Do you need magnesium? You need to call up Meg? You eat enough magnesium, girl? This ain't about me. It's about the fans. Right, 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 right. So, I don't know why I said fans. It's about the people we're helping. We got fans. It's okay. We got haters, too. Shoot, everybody got haters. Got my hater blockers on. They hate us because they ain't us. Okay. All right, anyway, for your adrenal support, like we said, chronic stress is directly tied into chronic adrenal fatigue. And adrenal support that can be used is, again, magnesium, but also vitamin D, all the vitamin Bs you need to be taking. Naturals, obviously better or a high quality supplement. And then vitamin C. Again, eat your fruit, guys. Get it in. Get it in. But don't be stressed, y'all, day by day. Day by day, baby. You matter. Take the time. Do something new. Challenge yourself. Don't live with stress. Divorce it. Thanks, y'all.